Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. Today we have Vicky Clausen with us. Vicky, hi Vicky. She how are you? Is, I'm good. How are you? Phenomenal. I love it. Well, good. Uh, Vicky is the owner of Brandity. She is a serial entrepreneur and she specializes in business branding, marketing, and events. She helps her clients to be seen the way they want to be seen and that they deserve to be seen, whether it's through learning and building a solid business foundation or branding and marketing guidelines, or even amazing fun-filled one-of-a-kind business events, which I, I'm sure that they are ridiculously <laughs> fun when you throw those. So. All the glitter, all the sequins, all the glam. Oh, here for the glitter all day, as long as it's not kids craft glitter that they leave somewhere. You feel me? <laughs> I, I do, but I might own some of that. Oh, I love it still. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us. So Thanks for having for, me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, could you please, for our audience, maybe uh, fill in that uh, description of who you are a bit more? Sure. Um, so I am Vicki Clausen and I am about to hit my 50th birthday and I'm actually extremely excited to be turning 50 in a, about a month. Um, I have been married to my husband for almost 33 years and we have two incredible children. Um, our daughter is 28, almost 29, and she's an HR director. And my son is 22 and he is married and he um is, is active duty and he's deployed actually currently. Yeah. So we have uh, a couple of animals and we love living life, but um, it is definitely all about business sometimes. Oh, I hear that. Could you please tell us more about your business or businesses, I should say rather? <laughs> yeah. So Brandy, um, I let me back up for two seconds. So in, I've been in branding and marketing since 1990. Um, I started out in advertising with newspapers and radio and television and all the old school. You know, social media did not oh, exist yeah. back then. So yeah, in 1990, yeah. yeah, long time ago. So in 1990, I started doing that. Um, it's come a long way. Um, along the way, I have um, always dreamed, I think, of being an entrepreneur and just, I was too scared. I was too mm-hmm. afraid. Yet I was in sales, so I'm on straight commission, but I was too yeah. scared. I didn't mind working straight commission. I made good money being on straight commission. But for some right. reason, being out on your own just scared the entire hell out of me. Just whew, gone. Yeah. 
And so we moved from Texas to Oklahoma and then from Oklahoma to here, my husband had been transferred with his job. And I started here with a local newspaper and I walked in and I, I advertised with them in a very large newspaper. And I said, all right, what is your five-year goal? And the big newspaper said, well, we'll give you monthly goals. You need to hit those. And if you don't, if you're not successful at the end of the year, then we'll let you go. And I went, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The smaller newspaper asked the exact, what is your goal in five years? We want to be in a glass building in downtown Columbus. I said, that's the goal. That is. So I started working for them and I was with them for, I think a little over a year and a local business, which was one of my clients I had met was struggling one day with their security system. I was like, let me help you. Back then I was more tech savvy than I am now because everything has changed so much. And, yeah. you know, now, now, now I'm the person going, Hey, can you fix my, my thingamajigger? <laughs> and I used to be the one they would call my mother-in-law would call and say, our VCR doesn't work. Will you fix it? I'm like, sure, I got this. <laughs> my kids go, what's a VCR? <laughs> oh, she's so good that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, um, I went in and I helped them. And next thing I know, we opened a business together and then I became her DOO. And for 18 years, we took one business and grew it to seven. And so it was my corporate job and, and I loved it. And it was awesome. Well, in the middle of that was, um, we were buying uniform shirts and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not, we, we're not paying that kind of price anymore. Can we not do this on our own? And, and somebody local was like, absolutely. I'll teach you how to do everything. Like, ah, okay. And, mm -hmm. um, so we ordered a heat press off of eBay, got it in and it caught on fire. <laughs> okay. Well, that sucks. <laughs> so we went to what in our industry at the time was called the clean show in um, Louisiana, in Shreveport, or yeah, New Orleans, New Orleans. And I, we went to the clean show and I went, that's the press I want. And so um, my ex-boss ordered it and it beat us here from the time we got off the plane and came back from New Orleans. And it sat in the crate for a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. my daughter's gymnastics teacher or coach was like, I don't want to order shirts for, for our meet coming up. And I was like, we can do them. She's like, <laughs> you're in the apparel business. I went, yeah, <laughs> I called my no, mom and said, get the credit cards ready. Cause we're going to learn how to do t-shirts. She said, what the hell did you just do? So we learned. And two weeks later, we went to our first show and did almost $6,000 and went, huh, guess we're in the apparel business. Huh. Oh. What do you know? We're just going to do this. We're going to do the damn thing. Cool. All right. And like, there was no setup. Like we had yeah. boxes, cardboard boxes, pulling garments out everywhere. There was no rhyme or reason or organization or anything. So we, we had that into our business in 2008 mm -hmm. and it just grew and over time. And then I was approached to, to open and, or to buy a, an apparel company and, and leave my corporate job. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And so off went the parachute and jumping off the cliff, becoming an entrepreneur and yeah. went, holy crap. I mean, now I've sold Avon. I've sold all that stuff. We did, I did body by by. So yeah, I was an entrepreneur, but this was different. Mm -hmm. I had employees that counted yeah. on the fact that they needed a paycheck. So even as yeah. an owner, 
if there was no money and I could take a paycheck, the employees had to be paid, right? You, you can't not yeah. pay your employees. Mm-hmm. Your team becomes such a vital part of your life that, you know, they became family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up leaving there last August and um, I had already started Branity because I, I found that I loved entrepreneurship, but I found there was a market for people needing branding and marketing help. And so I was like, yeah. okay, no problems. Well, I can help you. Well, I needed an LLC to run it for, right? So that's how Brandy was born out of necessity. Yeah. And um, then Brandy has just grown. So when I left there, I just jumped off the deep end and I've been doing um, events for people for a long time. I've just never charged for them. People yeah. were like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm like, cool, I'll help you. That looks, I can do that. And, um, so finally my business mentor said, you know, you're really good at this. You, you really need to have a business doing this. I was like, okay. So I call it my fun time. I, I, I take the, what I want and I don't Mm -hmm. take what I don't want. It's not, the events is not for me, my bread and butter. So I want to, I want to do an event that calls for me that I don't want Mm -hmm. it to be a job. If it's a job, it's not going to be fun right? I don't want a job. I want it to be fun. Um, so I do events as they're needed. People ask me and I'm like, cool, let's look at it. Um, you know, the more glitter and glam I'm there. Um, but just making sure that the end user that's showing up at your event is taken care of. Well, when you're doing an event, what do you need? Branding and marketing, right? So Brandity can help you with the branding and marketing. Well, what is branding and marketing? Branding and marketing is not just you know, marketing is the action and branding is the thing you do. So it's, it's mm-hmm. when you marry those together, you've got apparel, you've got promotional products, you've got signage, you've got, you know, if you're going to have a recipe card. Um, and what I mean by that is at an event, you put together your pricing sheet because you want to end with an offer, right? A yeah. lot of people get scared when they're on the stage and don't end or they get overexcited or the time runs out, you forget to pitch everything. Well, if you have a recipe card, that they can get when they first walk in at their mm-hmm. chair that shows what you have to offer. They can sign on the dotted line and turn it in during the event. It's less stress. And it's also less pressure for the person who's at that looking at it and writing it. They're watching you. They get to look at the options at the same time and go, wow. You know, so we, I, that is all part of branding and marketing. Oh yeah. So it filters in that even if I don't do the whole event, I can do pieces of the event for you. If you're going to a networking event, well, I do networking events as well. So a lot of people don't want to have to coordinate water, tea, cocktail hour. They want to have the event. They want to host Mm -hmm. the event, but they don't want to have to do the pre-work, the during or the after. So I can do one or all three. Um, And then you've got things like if you're going to a trade show, we do promotional products. So I actually took on a client. And it's called Resource USA and 614 Apparel. And what they do is I am the face of their company. They pay Branity to be the face of their company. I Mm -hmm. come in. I make sure their policies and procedures are written the way that they need to be written. I make sure that they're on target to hit whatever goals they want to set. I also make sure that um, they're promoted the right way handling yeah. their branding and their marketing. Again, yeah. Brandity is actually the word brand and identity merged together for Brandity. 
So it's a marriage made in heaven. Yeah. So my friend, Mike Bakarski, he owns Resource USA in 614. Most people will go, yeah. who? Because I am the face of the company. So they think that yeah. I'm the owner and I'm not, I'm not the owner at all. Um, so I handle all that for them. And so I have also do business consulting. So business mm-hmm. consulting, I believe that businesses should have a solid foundation when you ever you start your business. Most people will go to somebody and go, I need a logo. No, mm-hmm. you don't need a logo. You, what you need first is you need four key elements. And most people go, well, I have my mission statement. I have my logo. I'm all set. Yeah. I said, well, that's kind of like building a lean to on sand. And you hope that the two pieces stay together on a piece of pile of sand because you haven't built your foundation. So there's four key elements. You've got your social statement, your mission statement, your vision statement, Mm -hmm. and your core values. When you have those four, it leads to your fifth, which is your culture, how you want to be seen and portrayed to your people, to your team, Mm -hmm. and how you want your team to live. So they're a representation of me. They're an extension of me. And if they live the way that we have built the company for, beautiful, right? Yeah. I find most entrepreneurs build it with a mission statement and a logo. And a logo is literally a small dot in the bigger image of what you need. But they focus on that and their colors. Those are the big three things. And so many people who know nothing about the basics of business foundation really Mm -hmm. sell people on that. And that's all they need. So I started out wanting to get clients to let me help them with these elements. Yeah, And it's been an honest struggle because There's so many people that say, all you need is a mission and a logo. And that is becoming the perception of Mm -hmm. what you need. And so I stopped charging, really. I have some things that I do for that, but I want to educate people. I want them to understand what you need to do on that. So that led me to go, well, business consulting, because I literally know business like the back of my hand. I can help you. I can. And if I can't, the old saying, your network is your net worth is Mm -hmm. absolutely true. If I don't know the answer, I will connect you to the right person because I have a gigantic network of people that are so much smarter than me. Yeah. And I am so excited that I can share those people and connect them together. And so if I don't know the answer, I'll help you find the answer. So I am looking for four more clients that I can take on that would not be at the scale of resource. Um, It would be at a little bit smaller scale um, Mm -hmm. and, and go from there. So building that even more. So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell. Yeah. In a nutshell. (laughs) In a nutshell. That's what I do. (laughs) I, I'm amazed. The, there's so much in there with how you can see how one thing led to the other, to the other, and how you built upon each part of your journey to this expression of like this fuller vision of what working for yourself can be. It can, it, it can be, it can honestly be whatever you want it to be. Right. But I think, I think that what a lot of business owners need to do Mm-hmm. is shut up, sit still, and don't react and just listen. I think we get so much outside noise that's just firing yes. at all levels that 
it can be overwhelming to some people and they can either squash their dreams. It -hmm. can squash their pie in the sky vision that they have. You know, if you want to be the next multimillionaire in two days, keep that vision, keep that dream alive, Mm -hmm. keep that goal alive. Right. And do the realistic stuff to get there and build upon that. And a lot of people want to live up here and they can never leave here because they get so much information coming in all the time. They're on rapid fire and their brain never stops long enough to be able to do. Yes. We can educate all day, but you got to do. Yes. Well, it it seems to be what you're talking about is that whole idea of like constantly pivoting. And which almost does that, do you think that comes from just a place of they haven't built that firm enough foundation to feel solid in themselves? I do. When I've helped people actually do this process of getting all five in play, Mm -hmm. they're usually, I would say 85% of the people at least change their colors and their logo and their slogan. Because mm-hmm. here's how you have to think about it. If you start at the, if you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I love this story. So you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Well, you got to get a knife out of the drawer. You got to mm-hmm. get the peanut butter out. You got to get the, the grape jelly out. You got to unscrew the lids. You got to unscrew mm-hmm. the lids. Then you have to get the bread out. You have to untie. You have to take the bread out of the packages. You have to lay them out flat. See, there's all these little tiny steps. You can't just take the jelly and the peanut butter. Now you could, if you just pop a lid and do a squeeze bottle, but for this instance, that's not the case. The jelly and stuff doesn't come out without the lid coming off. Mm -hmm. You're not going to use your fingers to spread it on your bread. You're not going to rip the whole loaf of bread open if you're not going to use it all. Right. So there's, there's lots of little steps that you have to take. So there's a social statement. The social statement is basically how are you? And your business and your team, because you've got to take that into, mm-hmm. maybe you're like, I don't have a team, but you will someday. If you grow yeah. to your, your wildest dream, then you're going to want a team of some, whether it's one person or a million, you're going to have somebody on your team, right? Even if it's a mentor mm-hmm. or a business coach, you're adding them to your team. So you will definitely have more than one person. How are they going to impact? How are you, how is your business going to impact the society and the world that you live in? What mark are you leaving on the world? Because if you're doing a business without it having some sort of a reason to make the world or people better, then why are you doing it? For money, mm-hmm. great. That's going to be short-lived, right? Because people don't go, they might be all happy about it, but unless you're actually giving back to the world that you live in, people aren't going to continue to support you. Mm-hmm. I well, because money can thing. be made so many different ways that if right. that's the driver. Absolutely. Right. So your social statement has to be the first thing is how are you going to impact the world around you? Yeah. Once you know how that's going to do that, now you can create your mission statement because your mission statement is what you're going to do. So you're, mm-hmm. you've got this, then you've got your doing statement. So you're going to take mm-hmm. your mission and you're going to do something, right? Yeah. Well, if you tell somebody, for instance, we have the best customer service. Okay. If you have to tell me that, you probably don't. right that's so true I have the best food in the world well you probably don't because you're having to tell me that so you have to leave those kind of statements out of all of this 
right? So you have your mm-hmm. mission statement. Once you know what you're going to do, right? Then you can go to your vision. What is your pie in the sky, five to 10 year goal down the road? That's the vision. Make it as unrealistic as you think it can be because that's going to drive your company. So you know how you're going to contribute. Now we know what we're going to do. And now we know where we want to go. Yes. Without those three elements, what are you? So then you take those three elements and you develop what you call your core value. Now, Mm -hmm. you don't have to publish your social mission and vision statement. That doesn't have to be public. It can just simply be for your company. It doesn't have to be for the world. It can be for yourself. It can be for your internal team. You can Mm -hmm. share it with your clients, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, I am going to do, it doesn't have to be like that. Those are for you to use, right? So once you have all those three, then you put your core values together. And that's basically taking a synopsis of those three things Mm -hmm. and building into one thing. What your core values are going to be is based on those three steps. Once you have your core values, now you've built your culture because you know how you're contributing, you know where what you're doing, you know where you're going, and you know how you want to live your life. So you have four. Mm-hmm. Now you have four walls and you've built them on concrete instead of on sand or grass. It's going to wash away. Because oh, I your culture, feel that. right? Mm-hmm. And your culture is your rooftop because everyone's going to see your culture. Everyone's going to know you have great customer service. Everyone's going to know you have a great business. Everyone's going to know you know what your shit is because of how you drive your culture. That's beautifully put. And I think it's so it's, it needs to reach people who are at that point that they think that they can just get started. Like you said, with the, with the logo and the colors and they're just their mission statement, they think they can go. So how, is, is that who you really want to work with those that have just gotten there? Um, I want yes and no. I want yeah. them to get this because I think it's beneficial for them. I think that um, my biggest part that I will be personally growing in my business right now will be my business consulting. So for instance, if you're a company and you're like, I just need to have a quick business HR, something like that. I mean, I've managed up to 50 people at a time or more sometimes more, I, I like to call it herding cats because it's not, I mean, it can be a daycare center, but you're herding a bunch of cats around, right. um, you know, but how your business is structured, um, what you should do on your next step. How do you get to your next step? If, if for instance, this is where I am and this is where I want to be. How do you get across that bridge? Most business yeah. owners are like, I don't know how to cross the bridge. Well, I come in and look at your business overall and critique it and tell you where it's broken. Now, a lot of people don't want me to tell them what's broken. They want me to tell them they can fix it, but they don't Mm -hmm. want me to pick it apart and tell them that, listen, this is kind of fucked up. (laughs) You need to fix this, 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 and this, and then guess what's going to happen? Everything else is going to flourish. But with that comes nine out of 10 times, they don't have their foundations anyway, because they're not getting to point one, point B. You know, if you want me in your pocket, you can get on one of my, um, uh, like I use Telegram. So for 10 hours a month, you can have mm-hmm. me in my pocket. You can ask me anything you want business-wise and yeah. I'll answer your question. And if I don't know it, I'm going to connect you with someone that I 100% have vetted, 100% trust, and they're very mm-hmm. knowledgeable in the area that you're asking about, 100%. And I will yeah. directly connect you to, and then I'm out. I'm not being paid as an affiliate on those people. I'm not asking for anything in return. I'm just simply saying, 
here's someone that you need to help Mm -hmm. because I know it will come back tenfold to me. Yeah. That, that I, I want to make sure that we can really highlight how valuable that is, because I think as entrepreneurs, we can just sort of dive in and think we're okay with these handful of things. And then we come up with challenge after challenge. And what that does is it just elongates our process of building the business that we want with, if you, when you come in, it seems as if you condense that because you've, you know, what's going to come, what's happening. You've already had the challenges and you can bypass it. And it doesn't, yes. And sometimes you're, I tell my team all the time, sometimes you just can't see the forest because of all the trees. Yeah. Sometimes we get so hard into our business that we're working in it instead of on it. And, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of owners that have to work in it and they have to work on it and they have to be able to switch that hat around. And when it's time to work on the business, truly work on a business, on the business. And, and again, it goes back to my first question to those people is, do you have your five key elements and do you have a handbook? Do you know where you want to go? Cause if mm-hmm. you don't, it doesn't happen. All right, let's start with some basics. Now we can now fix what's broken. Your team is arguing, great, let's figure out how we get those. If your team is not gelling very well, I have an amazing lady in my back pocket that actually comes in. She actually did it for our business. She came into our business named Lindsay Dunlap and she just watched our employees for an entire day. She interviewed all of them and she found out some of them just like opened up and spilled their beans like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she wrote up a report and said, here's the deal. I suggest you do this, 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 and this, and this. And I went, okay. So now I've seen her in progress. And if I see another business that needs someone to come in and have a completely outside perspective, then I would recommend that they bring her in because Mm -hmm. she works on the mental side. I don't, I work on the critical thinking side of it, the policies and procedure side of it. Mm -hmm. She works on the emotional component of it, right? And so if they need that, then I make the connection and she goes and does it. And I recommend her because she's freaking genius and she did it for us. And she did, I mean, like I knew everything that she said in the report. I knew every bit of it. Oh, of course. Yes. That's usually how it goes, but it's what you do with it. Right. (laughs) Again, I can see it. I see it. I see it. Like one employee was, you know, she wants a title. Mm -hmm. To me, titles don't matter. They're not a big deal to me. Never have been. But this made this employee feel extra special. Our team, I tried my very best not to say employee. My team member, she likes to be called by a title. And that's important to her. Yeah. So I did not realize how important that was. And just that small shift. And whenever I introduce her now, I say her title. Yeah. We changed her, her, when you call into the company and, and you want to get to her, we've changed the way that it is. It's no longer, you know, that department. It is now her title and her name because it made her feel a certain way. Well, Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that. So that's what Lindsay did. Lindsay thinks of that stuff. So that's what I want to do is come, you know, put people together that would make a perfect couple. You're matchmaker. You're like the matchmaker. Godmother slash matchmaker. (laughs) So somebody referred to me as Olivia Pope from that TV show. There's an old TV show that Olivia Pope was in 
Um, oh my gosh. I, and I thought about this morning and I was like, oh, I don't remember. It was called Scandal. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And she was the fixer and she'd yes. go in and fix. So that's what I've been referred to as they're like, you're like Olivia Pope. And I'm like, oh, I liked that show. I'll take that. She was a badass. I'll take that. Oh yeah. You should take that all day. That right? is exactly what you do. Yeah. So, so we, for those who want that, who are like, I need, I need my business fixer. And right. um, where, how do they, how do they find you? How do they begin to work with you? My website, vickyclossom.com, V-I-C-K-I-E-C-L-O-S-S-O-N.com. You just mm-hmm. go there and it directs you to my social media. My calendar is on there. So people can pop into a phone call with me if they want to get a discovery call. Um, they can email me from there. Everything is on there. So Perfect. it's revamping a little bit here and there. I mean, it's like ever, ever evolving and changing. You know, I have my bio on there. I have this, I have that. But they want information. It's all there. They want links to social media. It's all there. So it's very simple. Wow. Fantastic. Vicki, this has been so enlightening. It has, you have provided oh. a ton of fantastic information. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that you shared. Um, and everybody, if you need somebody to come in and just fix what's going on in your business, please see Vicki. But by the same token, the one thing that I hear, mm-hmm. and I'll leave you with this, is one day when I can afford it. Yeah. One day when I can afford it, because it seems so big of everything that I do mm-hmm. and people see the success that I've had. And they think, Mm -hmm. oh, I can't afford that. One day I'll be able to. And they would be very surprised Mm -hmm. that they could have me as little as $7 and they could have something that would change their business. And I think that that's that fear of, I can't be successful. Again, that's another business, business faux pas that we've got to get past. And that as women, as, as entrepreneurs, we've got to push past that and go, I can't afford her. It may not Mm -hmm. be at her top level. But there is right. some form of me you can have, and a phone call is free. Oh, fantastic! Well, it's been it has been such a good time having this conversation with you. I oh, so appreciate you. your presence and your attention and your willingness to share. Oh well, I appreciate you, and thank you so much for having me. I love everything that you guys are doing, and it speaks volumes to my heart. And I I really appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you so much, Vicki. We'll talk soon. Bye. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>